Cinema. Welcome back to War with Cinema. I'm your host, Greg, your local metalhead, and with me is... Part of the Collector. What's up, everybody? And you decided to do The, the Departed. Departed. The Departed. The Departed. Um, you know what they should have called this movie? Just fucking Boston. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because, like, everybody from Boston is in this fucking movie. People that you didn't even know were from Boston are in this fucking movie. And uh, the, only, the only miss, like, as far as I can tell, they only miss three guys. They miss Ben Affleck, which is a fucking... That's fucked up. He could have been somebody. Yeah, he could have been a. He's just fucking have him walk by. Like yeah, Kevin Smith can't be. There's like, enough hitmen. How do you make can... exactly? How do you make a movie about Boston and you don't put the fucking king of Boston in there? That's fucking shameful. Um, John Krasinski, which is another one that you'd be surprised. Like, oh, that guy's from fucking Boston. I didn't yeah. know he's from Boston. He's a super Red Sox fan, mm. and uh, they didn't put um, Bill Burr. Oh. But he wasn't really like I was gonna say he wasn't this like is Bill Burr. I mean, he was out there, but he wasn't like killing it like he is now. Right. Um, fun fact, Jack Nicholson refused to wear a Boston Red Sox hat. So he wore a New York Yankee hat instead. Yeah. Yeah, he uh I think it's great because a lot of people confuse like they hear Frank Costello and they think, Oh, well, that's a famous gangster. It is a famous gangster, but it's a completely different fucking guy. Mm-hmm. This guy's from the Italian mafia. And uh, he was in New York and all that. So, like, just to clear that up. Well, I I didn't know this till after, but this is actually loosely based on Whitey Bulger. Yeah. 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 So we did Black Mass. Might as well get this one out of the way, too. Dude, if you know what's crazy? If this man hadn't, if, if Scorsese hadn't made Casino and uh, Goodfellas, like, this could definitely easily be my favorite Scorsese movie. Like, I think it's got a great fucking cast. That's the thing about the Martin Scorsese movies, like the top five of his best movies are always shifting. You know what I mean? Right. Like after I watch one, I'm like, fuck, I think that's my new favorite Scorsese film. <laughs> it's just like, I mean, I know Goodfellas will never get dethroned because it's just a perfect fucking movie. Like, yeah. Frame for frame. Like it doesn't matter what part it is. If I see it on, I'm watching it. Because it's not just a great Martin Scorsese movie. It's one of the best movies ever made. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. it, it just will never be dethroned and Casino is a close second for me. Mm-hmm. Just cause I, it's just like it. It's almost a perfect movie. Um, but this one is fucking just right up there with it. Like yeah, DiCaprio, look, this is what made me re love DiCaprio. I was going to say like after rewatching this, this is probably one of his best like roles. Like in the middle of watching this, I forgot it was Leonardo DiCaprio. Dude, he fucking looks like he's going through shit. Yeah. Like he, like if anybody could play fucking f- frazzled better, it, it's this guy. Maybe Dustin fucking Hoffman, you know, and uh what what was the one the suspect or whatever is the one where usual he's like, suspect? Uh, no, 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 no. He's not in that. <laughs> I know. But yeah, like He's just like running around the whole fucking movie, yeah. but like just like looking nervous, like you're just so scared for your fucking life. Um, another good one is uh, Christopher Nolan did it, the one with Robin Williams and uh, Al Pacino. Insomnia. Insomnia. Yeah. Al Pacino in that one was like, you know, the same way throughout that whole movie. Oh, dude, that was another thing I wanted to tell you. I know this isn't about this, but you remember we did Heat, right? Yeah. And you were like, oh man, you know, Pacino looks like he's on blow. Well, like he came out in an interview not too long ago and said that he was doing blow and like was meant the character was like on Coke, but they didn't want to show it. Mm-hmm. So like he, that's what he was doing. All the over theatrics oh, he was trying to let you know that this guy was on blow, but like he couldn't tell you he was on blow. Mm, that makes sense. So I was like, well, fuck he Greg called that shit. Uh, <laughs> you know? And I just remember I watched that interview not too long ago. Yeah. And it, it came up into my head. That's pretty funny. He does look, 
fucking out of his mind in that movie. He's like, there's a reason why he's all, you know, big eyed and, you know, that even Pacino's like, you know, I'm not even that bad of an over actor, you know, <laughs> like I would hope people picked up on it. Yeah. But I was like, ah, that's a fun fact. Oh, that I is wish I would have known fact. that when I did, when we did heat. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, when we revisit it. Right. <laughs> Anyways. Um, yeah. Uh, fucking Jack Nicholson should have got an Academy Award for this fucking movie. Like he kills it. He's like one of my favorite uh, gangsters, movie gangsters of all time. Yeah, the only reason he took this role is because he was sick, because he was doing a lot of rom-coms at the time, and he uh, wanted to go back to playing that I do one more fucking character. bucket list. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to lose my fucking mind. So he, uh, that's why he took this. But this is the only Academy Award that Martin Scorsese has is for this movie. Really? How crazy is that? What did he get for best screenplay? Uh, best director. Oh, he no, won? he only he only directed this. He didn't write it. Oh, really? Yeah. So he won for best director. Yeah, wow, I did not know that. Mm-hmm. And like, that's another one that Leo got robbed for. There's a couple that Leo's done. Oh, he's been robbed his whole life. At least he got yeah. one before he died. I know, but for it's a for a weird, movie that random I don't movie. Don't give a shit about exactly. Should have been Wolf of Wall Street. She's fucking. That's you, you, there's the list is endless in my opinion. Yeah. Like, I know I wasn't really paying attention to the Academy Awards in the early 90s, but how the fuck didn't he ever get one for Gilbert Grape? That's what I was literally or, just thinking, yeah. Uh, fucking Basketball Diaries. Like, he's a young kid pretending to blow somebody on screen. Like, I mean, that's fucking acting in my opinion, man. Like, uh, <laughs> to be fucking vulnerable like that and to to, to believe it, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? I don't know. Like, yeah. But like I was saying on the last episode, like Leonardo is one of those movie, one of those guys. I don't get like excited about his movies, but if he's in it, I'm like, I'm not mad that he's there. And this one definitely reminds me like, God, he's such a good actor. And this is definitely one of them. Yeah, he he he's got like, like I said, he's top five all time, in my opinion, mm-hmm. uh, between Inception and this and Wolf of Wall Street, like I said, and uh Catch me if you can. It, like you said, it's endless. It, you can it, go on forever. It, it really is. Like I'm just like that's probably my top five right there. Like with this, but um, Matt, Matt Damon, Damon. I'm not even a huge Matt. You know, I'm not a huge Matt Damon guy, but I love him in this fucking movie. Mm-hmm. Like this and Rounders, he kills it. Like he, he, he was born. That's why I said this movie should be called Boston the movie <laughs> because like we even got Marky Mark in there and he goes full blown. Like this is this is probably the movie. Like I've always kind of been like a take it or leave it kind of guy when it came to Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. But when I saw him in this, I was like, we need more of this fucking guy. Yeah. hundred like, percent. I need more. And then if you started like he did, uh, I think the only movie I saw him in that I liked him other than this at the time was like, uh, four brothers. I think four brothers had already come out mm-hmm. and I liked him in that. And then he did this and I was like, man, this guy can fucking, it's actually acting now. Cause like his first movie, the big hit, that movie's terrible. It's almost unwatchable. Um, Boogie Nights. He is good in Boogie Nights. <laughs> That's his like debut. That so. was that was his good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I liked him in Boogie Nights too. But like, oh, Rockstar. I liked Rockstar, man. I don't think I've seen Rockstar. Yeah, that one's pretty cool. He's like, it's like the becomes the lead singer of like an '80s metal band. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. It's like <laughs> lifestyle and everything. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't see that. No, I haven't. I have to dig that out and give it to you to watch. Um, but yeah, Mark Wahlberg's another one that like this movie, this movie put me on to so many people and like Jack Nicholson's always been a favorite of mine. Mm-hmm. I yeah. love like 
even like small big cameos. Uh, Martin Sheen, yeah, that's great in this. Uh, fucking Alec Baldwin, Alec gold. Baldwin, he is old in this fucking movie, dude. Mm-hmm. Hey, let me talk to you for a second. <laughs> you stupid fuck! You fuck this whole investigation. Ah, uh, so what made you want to do this movie? Like, um, I know you like gangster movies and everything, so you gotta always pick from the top. It was just one of those ones that, like, I was like, "Damn, I haven't watched this in a while." Yeah, and I see it on the shelf all the time. And you'd done Sucker Punch, and I was just thinking like how much I liked the uh, the action in that. And I was like, well, this is an action, but it's still a great fucking story. It's the cat two, and mouse is fucking. Mwah. It's two and a half hours, but it goes by so easy. Yeah. And oh, I was going to say, I'm glad I thought about this. The one thing that I love about Martin Scorsese and uh, is the way he's able to pass time mm-hmm. and touch on moments and make it feel organic. You know what I mean? Like yeah, instead like of this, flashing forward or yeah, whatever. Like this movie literally takes place like in a fucking year. Yeah. You know, and like you, you're literally just feel like you're just dropping in on these people's lives for like a scene at a time. Yeah. Um, And, but it doesn't feel like it's trying to rush and it doesn't feel like it's taking too much time in one area. Like it just does such a good job. You see him starting in the academy and then so on, you know, slowly, but surely. So Leo is from, from Southie Mm -hmm. and his mom and dad are divorced, so he spent half the time with his mother in like the rich part of uh, Boston, and then on the weekends he would go down and hang in the projects with his dad and all of his fucking cousins and relatives, and was just like you know hang out in South Southie projects. Yeah, because his family apparently are a bunch of degenerates. Yeah, and like his, he's trying to live a straight life, didn't get away from all that. Right, and uh, so he decides he wants to become a cop. Mm-hmm. And he's a fucking smart as shit. And he fucking whizzes the tests and all that. He goes through training, no problem. And on the day he graduates, he goes and he's supposed to report for like where he's going to go. And he goes to see Martin Sheen and Mark Wahlberg. And he's like, do you know what we do here? And he's like, yeah, I think I got an idea what you do. And then that's when Mark Wahlberg just busts in like a fucking big dick in a locker room. Let's pretend you don't know. You don't have a fucking idea. You don't have a fucking clue. Let's leave it at that. If you knew what we did, we would be cunts. Are you calling us cunts? <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking gold. It, uh, you're going to have to excuse Staff Sergeant Diggum. He has a certain way of doing things. <laughs> <laughs> and then this is like, this is a great scene because Mark Wahlberg just jumps in his fucking ass. Because like, you know, Leo's trying to do everything in him. To like, you know, make it seem like I'm not that fucking guy y'all think I am. Like, I'm trying to better myself. Like, I don't want to be, that's why I'm here. I don't want to be fucking put in with that anymore. Right, but he did such, so good on his tests. That's kind of, I think that's why they brought him in. Like, they know he's a smart guy, so. He goes, you're a fucking rocket scientist, not a fucking cop. Yeah. He goes, you'll never be a fucking cop. <laughs> and like, you sure about that? And like. Him and Leo get that look at each other. Like, you really think they're about to start fucking scrapping? Right, right, like, right. It's fucking great scene, man. And uh, that's when Mark Wahlberg starts attacking his fucking character. He goes, he goes, we know everything about you. He goes, you're not a fucking cop. He goes, he goes, you you spend the, the weeks with your moms up in the fucking rich neighborhoods. And he goes, on the weekend, you're out there slumming it with your daddy, the fucking donkey in the Southie Projects. Did you have two accents? You did, you did, you little fuck. And then he's just going <laughs> in on his ass. And he's like, 
we deal in, and then that's when Martin Sheen like brings it home for him. Mm-hmm. He's like, look, man. He's like, we can kick you the fuck out. You got nothing. He's like, you come work for me. He goes, the pay's good. He goes, no recognition. It's fucking dangerous work, but like, at least you'll be a fucking cop. Somewhat. <laughs> I always think about this. Like, is it, do you think you could ever do it? Like be undercover? Yeah. No, because. Not about the whole like. It just code or snitch or anything, but just like the constant pressure you have to be under. It's it's really like if you think about it, it's it didn't seem like it would be harder because you're just selling a lie. Mm-hmm. And most people sell a lie every day of their yeah. lives, you know. But when the stakes are raised to that, that if you fuck up, like these people could kill you. Yeah. Once you know if they I mean? find out, you're dead. Yeah, it's done. It's like not even a thing. But um so yeah, that's where I always I'm like, yeah, it wouldn't be worth it. Right, right. For what these fucking guys are offering. I feel like now undercover work is like people that come from that shit, like him. You know, like you grew up in this neighborhood, you watched all these fucking families suffer and you know, people you love, people you knew, people you grew up with dying, you know, like now you're gonna you're you're gonna do something about it. Like at least that's how I would figure it, but Yeah. That makes more sense. Because you're not going to just fucking have a great life and then be like, you know what? I'm just going to pretend to be a piece of shit and try to take down scum. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like you're not cut out for that. Right. I'm not saying you can't be a cop, but like you're not going to f- be good at that. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. That makes but on the sense. flip side, we have uh, Matt Damon's character yeah. who uh, Jack Nicholson basically raised. Pretty much. Yeah. He like saw that this kid didn't have anybody. Uh, just his grandmother raising him, and he pretty much took him in because he was a smart kid. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, that's the cool thing about the story is because that's how it's Boston and in certain areas of Boston. Like, you come from there, you know your whole family is known, and if you come from good people or people that stick up for you, like, they'll take care of you forever. Like, you see him. He's fucking extorting that store owner, mm-hmm. but at the same time, he makes the give the kid fucking milk and eggs and and sandwiches and comics and well, puts it's some the money in his it's pocket. the mob life. Like you take care of the community, right? Yeah. You know, like I'm, I'm Robin Hood, and it makes you not think of all the terrible fucking things right. that I do. One thing that I noticed about Martin Scorsese is he uses, um, quote unquote cliche movie techniques. But they don't feel cheesy. Like how he kept, um, oh, fuck Jack Nicholson, like in the dark. Mm. Like he was very shaded. And then later on, in like a few scenes later, he kind of comes into the light. Like so you can finally see him in yeah. all his glory. And I was like, God, like Martin Scorsese is so good at using techniques that are overdone, but they don't feel cheesy when he does it. I don't know. It's just something I started to pick up on in his movies. Like he's like, it, it shows how masterful he is at filmmaking. Another thing that I learned, I watched an interview with Matt Damon about this movie, and he was talking about how Jack Nicholson uh, came up with so much stuff for his character that wasn't on the page. He was like, well, here's what I could do. He's doing it all Jack Mm Nicholson-y. Like, it's that scene where where they're shooting the guy and the wife on the beach. Oh, and she fell fell funny. He's like, all it says in the script was he fell funny. He goes, well, I could laugh. And I could say this, he goes, and then you could in the scene, but then I could do this. And then mm. it just kept going. And they had to like, add scenes for right. him because he is who he is. And I mean, like he didn't miss. No, not at all. Like I said, like, he, he did not. That's 
why he's a great. Like he's one of the goats. Mm-hmm. Adds so much to the character. He understands the character and then builds onto. You know why I always will love Jack Nicholson because of that Robert Williams. Joke. You always you quote it every time it's Jack Nicholson. It's so fucking great though, bro. <laughs> now, Bobo, I got one of these in every decade. <laughs> Robin's like, I just got this one. He's the only actor that has a Academy Award in every decade that he acted. Something like something along those lines or whatever. Right. Yeah, that he acted, yeah. Yeah. Marlon Brando has the most. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. But he won all his early on in his career. Right. The last one he won for was Godfather. And that was what, 78, 70 something? Right. But Jack Nicholson brings it home every decade. It's a shame that he doesn't do it anymore. Fuck, he's got to be like 90. (laughs) Yeah, I don't blame him. I guess, yeah. I mean, and that's another one. It's like, it's like people talk about Jordan and goats and shit like that. It's like, bro, what else is there to conquer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've done everything. Like, Somebody said that about, uh, shit, what's his name? The Rocky Horror Picture Show guy. Tim Daly? No, 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 the actor. Tim Curry. Sorry. Tim Curry, yeah. Tim, Tim Curry. Daly is the guy that fucking voiced Superman the animated series. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I don't know why the fuck that, I made those two connections. I was like, uh, but yeah, Tim Curry. Sorry, Tim Curry, shout out to him. Somebody posted on Twitter, like, I wish Tim Curry did more, and he listed his resume. He's like, I literally don't have any more time in the day to do more stuff. <laughs> I mean, like, what else do you need from me? Right. And it's the same with Jack Nicholson. Like, he got, his resume is endless, so. And it's so, many, it's so broad, too. Mm-hmm. Like you said, that's what makes it a truly a good catalog because they got something for everybody. Yep. Um, so, yeah, he, uh, Jack Nicholson brings his character, Matt Damon, into the same. He's uh, a mole. Yeah. Just like how. Because Frank Costello is the big bad in Boston. Mm-hmm. And they've been trying to get him for 30 years. And they, he's just always just one step ahead. And you think it's because he's got this mole, you know. And uh, Matt Damon's great at his fucking job. First of his class. and He's um, a smart kid. He's the good, you know, he's he's why I got him, you know. He got him that house by the, uh, by the, by the building. Mm-hmm. By the, uh, what is it? courthouse or whatever it's like big nice building in boston right um then you get introduced like see because they had to make it look like dicaprio had got kicked off the force so they fucking put him in prison (laughs) for like three years yeah (laughs) he's like you're gonna serve enough time you know we're thinking assault you know something to make you something believable fitting your your reputation you know I love that they had the uh, Robert De Niro scene of him doing the dips in his cell. Yeah. <laughs> like from uh And like the Cape fucking Fear. band, that, yeah, the fucking band that does the theme to this movie. Like, I don't know who they, I forgot their names, like Flog and Molly's or some shit. Like oh, yeah, that. yeah, Flog and Molly. These fucking guys like hit the fucking big time because <laughs> the song goes hard as fuck to start a movie. <laughs> you just see my boy dipping it out. I'm dying, I'm <laughs> fucking the Irish punk. Yeah, it's fucking cool. And uh, I love when he's standing in line to get out of prison. He's like, what's your name again? There you go. Billy. Billy Costigan. I've heard of Costigan. You're a cousin? He's already he's like related to a fucking Joey Costigan. He's like, yes, yeah, my cousin. He goes, I know I'm connected. Not too bright. He's like, no, no, no disrespect. Nah, none taken. <laughs> 
And that's the same one he goes and sees when he gets out, right? To yeah. do the drug deal. Which that guy, he's great. Uh, John something. Uh, he's been in a shit ton of stuff, too. He's in True Romance. He's the baby face. Mm-hmm. Mafia hitman in that one. That's what I'm saying. The the credits on this movie, the casting credits. Yeah. Fucking endless. Mickey O'Rourke. <laughs> Only in a movie that this can you have a guy named Mickey O'Rourke. Right. That's not even his name in the movie. <laughs> Shit, I don't even know. There's too many people. Yeah, well. Anyways. Yeah. He goes to see him, but he's like... Kevin Corrigan. Kevin Corrigan. He's like... You know, he was ungrounded for life. He was good in that show. He played the brother. I've seen him in so much stuff. Yeah. I don't think I've seen Grounded for Life. Oh, it was a... It's like a sitcom, like a comedy. Uh-huh. Back in the day, it was about this guy, like his family, and they're just like... Fucking poor from New York and shit. It's funny. It, was, it sounds so familiar, but I can't like pull it up in my head. Like, yeah, it shuffled uh, away. <laughs> I'm pretty sure, like, I think Stacy Keach was in it. Mm-hmm. Or maybe I'm thinking of Titus. I know he was in Titus. I don't know, but like, there was the dad and like, it was like a whole thing. Yeah. It sounds super familiar. I just can't remember it. But yeah. anyway. Yeah, anyways. So yeah, he goes to him to do a drug deal and, uh, <laughs> and he's like, you know what we usually say in these type of situations? <laughs> I'm not a fucking cop. Ah, there it is. <laughs> there it is. And he's like, you're damn, he's like, you're diabolical motherfucker, ain't you? He's like, you are my fucking cousin. <laughs> <laughs> and then it does a really good cut to a Nas song, and they're just like fucking flipping coke in fucking Boston, in South Boston. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's when, after this, is when he gets uh, introduced to uh, Frank, which is, you know, uh, Jack Nicholson's character. And I love Mr. French, man. He's like the one of the best fucking right-hand men in all of movie history. He is, yeah. So they go to a bar, and it's him and his cousin are in the bar, and it's Frank's bar. And uh, Billy's sitting out of the thing trying to get a cranberry juice. <laughs> Old boy goes, <laughs> what is it, you fucking period? You know, like, he's like, it's a natural diuretic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, my uh, my girl drinks it when she's on her period. You want your period? <laughs> it cracks him over the head with the fucking glass. With the fucking cranberry juice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what makes it great. <laughs> I love that line. He's like, I'm the kind of guy that tells you who you can and can't hit around here. That's not... Uh, that's not quite a guy you can fucking uh, can't hit. He's almost a guy you can't hit. But he's almost a fucking guy you can't hit. <laughs> so I'm going to make a rule on it right now. You don't fucking hit him. <laughs> already fucked him up and then when he sends him to the back he goes it's jackie's fucking nephew and he's like oh fuck oh fuck and then he fucking <laughs> gives him four fucking a makers uh that's fucking gold that's who you should be in a movie that guy oh dude i would fucking that would be like life goals right yeah. there, bro life goals you're not the main guy you're just the right hand man dude, I would you're be, the muscle yeah man i don't even have to have fucking lines just yeah. just put me to work man you know what i'm saying <laughs> I'll do it for next to nothing, guys. Just fly me out there. I'll fucking do it. Any any up and coming filmmakers out there? Yeah. Um. But yeah, so he goes to the back to meet Frank. He's got a broken arm. Yeah, because he tuned up the. Uh, oh, that's right. He's Jewish. Eating, he's eating fucking breakfast. Jewish? No, nah, it's the mob, dude. Mm-hmm. Jewish mob. No, the Italian mob. <laughs> Italian mob. I meant Providence. 
anyways, beats the fuck out of these dudes because they're trying to shake down a store owner. Mm-hmm. And he's just fucking, he wants to get noticed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By Frank. So, like, that's why. It's kind of like when you're in jail, you got to fight the toughest dude to, you know, show you're the tough guy. So that's what he's doing. But in. Well, because Frank, he runs Boston mm-hmm. and he doesn't want fucking the mob running in on their shit. So, like, that's a store in his neighborhood. What the fuck are you doing down there? So it looks like he did something, but it, then at the same time, he was like trying to make it seem like it was an act, like it was just a coincidence. And he's like, you know, those guys you tuned up. He goes, well, guess what? They're connected down Providence. He's like, and I'll tell you what's going to happen. They're going to come back with some more guys and they're going to kill you. And he's like, unless I do something about it, would you like me to do something about it? And he's like, this is something I can't handle myself. And then it's kind of like he's fucking with him, like testing him, you know? He yeah, keeps yeah, yeah. looking over at French. He's like, is that his real name? <laughs> he's like, <laughs> no, it's not his real name. <laughs> and then this is one of the greatest parts. He puts his fucking, he checks him. He's like, he's clean. He's like, let me check the cast. <laughs> fucking Breaks the cast off of his arm. <laughs> and then he starts beating it with the fucking Timberland. Yeah. Oh my God, dude. You gonna stop making drug deals with your cunt fucking cousin? <laughs> <laughs> Laughing his ass in the mood. It gives him like 400 bucks. Hey, go get your arm. Go get your arm patched up. <laughs> Fucking great scene. And after that, uh, then we get to Matt Damon, who's um, meets uh, a woman on the elevator at work because you know, he's getting promoted up left and right. Right. And it's the psychiatrist who later on is who Billy ends up getting assigned to getting out of prison. Mm-hmm. Um, fun fact. So this movie is actually based on a Japanese movie. Really? Yes. It's called Infer- Infernal Affairs. So it's basically an American remake of this movie. And the fun fact is in the Japanese version, the lady is actually two different people like She's the guy's girlfriend and she's the psychiatrist. So she's two separate people, but they like combined her into one character and I like it so much. Oh yeah. It better. works. It works. It makes it more personal. Yeah. For sure. And it connects to the two guys even mm-hmm. more. So, so I just thought it was a nice little touch they did when writing this. So of course they go out on a date and everything. They hit it off all good. Well, well then she beats Billy who has now been undercover for a couple months working with Costello and them. I love that scene when it's like his first day on the job and they go in there to shake the bookie down and French is beating the fuck out of the dude with like a phone book. And mm-hmm. he's like, he was like, so what are you going to do? Make more money. He's like, that's the fucking spirit. And then the old dude fucking goes in his coat. <laughs> knocks his teeth <laughs> out. fucking knocks his teeth out with the butt of the gun. He's going for my fucking cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> What's his name? He's like, that's, uh, that's Jerry. What are you doing? It's Frankie Fix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like, I don't, I don't fucking know. I don't know what I'm doing. That fucking Frankie fakes his teeth. <laughs> <laughs> so then he goes, he goes in there and fucking gets back in the car with Nicholson and gives him the money. And he's like, look at this crazy fuck did. He's like, he's like, what? He goes, knock Frankie fucking teeth out. He's like, I didn't know. I thought the guy was going for a fucking gun. I don't know what to think. He goes, well, you do know what a bookie's job is. Yeah, they pay you, Frank. Like. <laughs> when he, but when he says he knocked out his fucking teeth, he's like, so? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. He didn't oh. give any fucks about that. Right. Like, <laughs> did you get the fucking money? Oh, it's gold, man. 
And then there's more examples of uh, Frank and them doing mm-hmm. whatever the fuck they want. Like he's moving up in the ranks of Frank and his crew, right? Setting fucking that dude. He shoots in the fucking uh, hits him with the fucking uh, kids toy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, you know that bitch bro. hurt too. God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fucking brutal. He fucking pours out the fucking two liter. That's crazy. So I'm not gonna hurt you. Fuck you doing? Come on, <laughs> smacks him around a little bit. Good shit. Mm-hmm. I love the dude where he fucking uh, where he where he's in there. We're like fucking. I guess uh, the dude wasn't paying him. He was paying somebody else. And uh, old boy was fucking. And Billy's beating the fuck out of him, you know. And he's like, "I'm fucking high. I'm fucking high." And he shoots his fucking knee because he hears him. He's like, "Why would I fucking pay him?" He goes, "He fucking snitches on everybody." He goes, "And I gotta fucking pay him for this, like." He's like, what do you mean? He's like, I don't know, man. He's like, I'm just fucking high. I'm just like, take what you want or whatever. Like, just trying to get him to leave. And then that's when he fucks him up even more. And well, that's, that's what he slipped up and said, so-and-so is an informant for uh, FBI. That's where we get our... It's Costello. Costello, yeah. Um, But the, the funny thing is the plot of this movie is so interesting, like the dynamic, that I forgot what this movie originally... <laughs> Not originally, but the uh, the jumping off point was it was just about processors. <laughs> and I was like paying attention this time. Like, what what are they actually going for them for? And it's fucking processors for rockets. And I was like, that's such a weird, Micro funny proce- thing. Micro- Microprocessors. Yeah. <laughs> I love how they say that shit. Certain words in this movie just go great. Yeah, boss. I, and I love when they have the briefing and that's when you're uh, introduced to Alec Baldwin's character mm. and stuff. And he was like... Um, and then Matt Damon has the great, and this is another thing I realized that I liked about this movie in any movie for in general, if you can work the title in naturally and it doesn't seem like cheap or gimmicky. Yeah. 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 You know what I mean? Like what was his name? The departed, you know, I was just like, God, that's good. Yeah. That's good shit. That's what I'm saying. Like Martin Scorsese is so good about taking things that are cheesy for with lesser known or lesser talented directors. And he just like, he's so good. Watch me work. bitch. Yeah. Yeah. So talented. It really is. Um, but yeah, I was just paying attention. Like, so uh, <laughs> Jack Nicholson's character stole these processors and he's going to be selling them to the. Well, no, they got a guy that's from the neighborhood mm-hmm. to start working for the company, steal them. Yeah. And then kill him and take them and then sell them to the Chinese. Right. And that's a pretty cool scene, too, because like the FBI obviously got tipped off because of uh, Leo. Mm hmm. And uh, but Matt Damon is on the bust because he's the lead fucking detective or whatever. <laughs> so he's sabotaging the motherfucker while Leo's trying to give these guys up. Like they're like, turn off your fucking phones because Matt Damon told them all to turn their phones off. Mm-hmm. And of course, fucking Leo loses on and He's like, he's like, yep, our man's inside. Like he told us the deal's going down, you know? Yeah. I just love that part where they, uh, it was very last minute surveillance. So they set up all the cameras yeah. and, uh, and then Matt Damon's like, who the fuck put these cameras up? He's like, Oh, you got a problem. He's like, I'm the guy that does his job. You must be the other fucking guy. I just love his one liners. They're so good. That was Wahlberg. Yeah. 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 Not Damon. Yeah. I meant Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. Alec Ball was good in this shit. Yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Gave me an hour notice. Like <laughs> fucking great. Um, Jack Nicholson, when he's like dealing with these uh, Chinese dudes, it's so good. Like they all come with guns and he's like, we 
Because in this country, when we come to a meeting, we didn't bring automatic weapons. And then it pans out and he's got guys surrounding these motherfuckers with guns and shit. <laughs> it's fucking great. No money. No something or whatever. Mm-hmm. He's just being racist as shit. Yeah. <laughs> but they do it. They take the money. And then he didn't even sell the processors. He sold the fucking uh, spark plugs or some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They weren't even the real thing. <laughs> and he's like, what'd you do with the real processors, Frank? Yeah, because Martin Sheen's old school cop. And him and Jack Nicholson have been them both around the block forever. So They've been like, chasing each other. Well, he's been chasing them. Cat and mouse in it. Yeah, and he's like, I'm going to get you, Frank. And he's like, if you could have. You would have. <laughs> Excuse me, I got a date with some angels. And then it's fucking brilliant for Nicholson. He just falls in line with these fucking nuns and shit. Like, it's crazy. Did you notice that that, that fucking teenage girl that he's hitting on at the beginning of the movie is his fucking, like, main chick? And later, like, throughout the movie? No. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't pay attention. And he's like, so and so's turned into a beautiful young woman. You know, you don't remember that? Like from the scene where he meets Matt Damon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the fucking that's his like wife. Oh wow. Yeah, it's <laughs> fucked. It's pretty fucked up. Yeah, it just shows like how much of a fucking nightmare this dude was. <laughs> and he's like, uh and even when he's talking to French and he's like he's like you thought he's like, I thought uh he goes, just like you thought your wife was loyal, he's like, She got loyal. It shows him choking this bitch out. <laughs> fucking kill team wire. Or a fucking garrote wire. Yeah. Uh, him and French together. They were like the most diabolical motherfuckers. Like, I think that's why I love this movie so much. Like, it's one of those things like you're rooting for the fucking bad guys. I wasn't rooting for Matt Damon. You know, obviously I liked Billy more. But like, I didn't want Frank to get caught. Like, I wanted him to keep going, like, you know? I know it's one of those things you wanted him to succeed, but you also wanted Leo to succeed at the same time. Yeah. Dude, it's just so great. Like, when uh, when Wahlberg and Martin Sheen get a hold of him after that meeting with, with Frank. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what are you waiting for? Like, why don't you arrest him on any of the fucking thousands of things that I see him do every fucking day? He's like, what are you waiting for? For him to chop me up and feed me the fucking poor? Like, and it's such a good line because, like, he just portraying, like, how fucked his mental state is. Like, I'm fucking eating pills like candy. Yeah, because you can't have a real life when you're doing stuff like that. Like, that is your life until it's over. He's, like, living in a fucking, like, shithole safe house from safe to house. Like, yeah. he's he's... He's not, he's literally just drinking and taking pills all day. Yeah, and he's seeing the psychiatrist where she thinks he's kicked out of the academy, but really he's undercover, but he can't say that. I threw up in a fucking trash can on the way over here. That's about, that's fucking, I got some honesty. This is what, you give me two fucking pills? He's like, tell her, he's like, why don't you give me a fucking bottle of liquor and a shotgun? (laughs) Like, he's he's fucking, is that his bag in this movie, dude? I, I agree, yep. And of course, like, She's with Matt Damon and like, you know, he's the fucking what you want in a man, you know, he's a career man and all that. But she wants the bad boy. You know what I'm saying? Because Leo's fucked up. And that's women also like to do that. They like to fix they like to fix men. Yeah, they yeah. He's so great. Like, I could fix it. Uh, you know? She's like, I see the good in him. I see the good in him. Yeah, she uh when he goes over to her house, she's like this uh, unprofessional. The, the this vulnerability, is it real? You know? <laughs> a hussy well well i mean because obviously matt damon wasn't being able to perform <laughs> under his anxiety which is crazy if you think about it because like they were both 
essentially doing the same job, just one for the bad guys, one for the good guys. Right. And his conscience was so fucked up that he couldn't he couldn't perform, you know, with a woman with that woman. Mm-hmm. But then at the same time, Leo's got nothing to lose. He knows he could fucking die any day, so he's like, I'm gonna get in that ass. And ends up knocking her up, dude. They left it vague, though. I think it was like because they 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 mention uh, Matt Damon's impotence a couple times in the movie, to the, which led me to believe like he wasn't able to hit that shit anymore. Yeah, that's and true. She got pregnant, so like she, unless she's the Virgin fucking Mary, I'm thinking Leo fucking got in them guts. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Anyways. So I think that was the whole thing. And that's also why she fucked him over so bad because like she, I think she really did love Billy. You know what I mean? Matt Damon was like the ultimate piece of shit by the end of the movie, you know? Anyways, we're jumping around a little bit, but so after that, uh, you, Billy starts getting in with the main crew. And, um, here's where I still get a little confused. All right. So like, it seems like every time, one of Frank's crew die, they're always told they're an informant. Like, they find out after the fact that the guy was a fucking cop or, you know, whatever. Well, Frank says it. He says, they're only saying that, so we stopped looking for the for right. the cop. But the one guy actually was a fucking cop, wasn't he? Which one? The one that got shot. Died in the couch? Yeah, and, like, he fucking catches Billy? No, he. I don't think he was an informant because he's, he's laying on the couch, and he's like, he calls him over, and he's like... I gave you the wrong address. But you were still You there. showed up at the right address. Why didn't I say anything? Like, he knows... Like That's what makes me think he wasn't a real informant, is he feels bad for not saying anything. Yeah. And, uh, and then that's when it cuts to the news scene, where it's like, they found him... Uh, that's when they... <laughs> the last episode, you were like, you quoted this one, The Marsh. What I tell you to dump a body in the marsh? <laughs> dump him in the marsh. Yeah. But yeah, in the news, they're like, uh, they're like, uh, he was a FBI informant or whatever. Yeah. And that's when he says, he's like, they're only saying he was, so we don't look for him because that's the one part I, I was thinking about, I wish they would have made it seem him more loyal, you know? Right. Like he couldn't have been in the informant because I've known him since childhood or something like that. Like a little, little story. Well, that was the thing. Like. Frank had all these guys for a long time. Mm-hmm. So when he was like, you know, that's what kind of kills me. Like out of all the people, Billy was the newest guy. Right. So automatically, like you're going to assume that it was the new guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but even Frank says it, he goes in the old days, he goes, I would have just killed everybody and started over. Yeah. He's like, but I'm old now. Like, I don't, I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. Like pretty much that's what he's telling him. <laughs> Cause I think really at the end of the day, the only one he really trusted was French. I was going to say, like, that's the relationship I'm kind of talking about, because you were like, if you would have went to him being like, Frenchie's an informant, he would laugh in your face. He probably would have fucking killed you right now. Right, just for saying that. And that's what makes it even more crazy, that that dude had such blind loyalty to Frank, and Mm -hmm. he didn't even know, probably didn't even know Frank was an informant. That's true, too, yeah. I don't think anybody knew besides the fucking FBI. Right, because even Matt, that's why Matt Damon fucking airs him out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, you motherfucker. He's yeah, because like, he finds his file and then show it shows where he he's is. Like, what are you talking about, Frankie? He's like, you fucking telling him about me? Mm-hmm. And he's like, I would never tell him about you, Carly. He's like, I'm just giving up other pieces of shit. Like, because he's fucking dying. Like, he's already been shot like three or four fucking times. And, uh, but when he, when he saw that he was going for his gun, like, 
took him out anyways. Mm, well, he shot at him and he missed. <laughs> yeah, well. But he got fucking, like you said, aired out. I love the shirt. Kiss me on Myers. Fucking great. <laughs> but yeah, Jack Nicholson's character in this movie, like, I guess that's how he had stayed free all these years. You just giving up people down the line. Yeah, that's the Whitey Bulger tie-in. Right. Um, but also Martin Sheen's character, like, this is one of the most tragic it almost brought me to tears is uh throw this motherfucker off a roof man. yeah where's your fucking boy <laughs> <laughs> fucking launch that dude was great i love that scene where he's in the interrogation room and matt damon goes in there and he's like they're shooting up for a raid i don't know where they're going i want you to call your mother tell her you're gonna be late for supper <laughs> who are you <laughs> i'm your lawyer you don't have to trust me just listen to what I'm saying. He slides in the fucking phone. Yeah, yeah, I'm all. Yeah, I just, I know you can't go on without me. <laughs> I'm gonna be late for supper. That shit's cool. And they burn the whole fucking place down. Yeah, yeah it was like, really cool. And then Leo has that look on. It's like, what the fuck do I have to do, man? <laughs> like, I can't fucking get out of this shit. Um, it's a brilliant fucking concept of a movie. It really is, man. Like I said, the cat and mouse, that scene where he's in the fucking uh, jerk off, uh, like the, the porn theater. <laughs> jerk off theater. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Like fucking, that was another great part. Fucking old Jack Nicholson walks in there with this fucking massive dildo. Apparently that was a, another scene he added on. Oh, yeah. It wasn't in the script. It was just a Jack Nicholson. Fuck yeah. That <laughs> makes perfect sense. Like, yeah, he, he did the right thing. He went with it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, he just makes it seem like he's fucking jerking it in there. He fucking pulls it out. Um, but him and uh, David's like, you're going to get kicked out of this fucking place. He's like, no, I own it. <laughs> <laughs> but just that scene, man, of them chasing each other. Yeah, they, it's intense. It's so fucking good. And then Matt David is a fucking stick in that dude, that, that cook mm-hmm. from the restaurant. Yeah. And, uh, the, what Matt Damon was going, like, doing all that, and then has Martin Sheen followed, and then that's when he gets killed because he gives, he sacrifices himself so Leo could get out the building. Right, and he's having him follow because he knows he's going to meet up with the informant. He ne- He's trying to find who's the fucking rat in, you know, Frank's crew. And you know what's crazy is, like, out of all the other cops, like, Alec Baldwin, like, was his boss, mm-hmm. and, like, even he was like, He's like, I need those fucking files. And he's like, no, you want those files. Like, nothing clicked in this fucking dude's head. Like, bro, look, uh, you know, because earlier he's like, some people don't trust a guy with an immaculate record. I have an immaculate record. He goes, he's like, straight, you're married. He goes, let's, you know, somebody can, uh, somebody can live with the motherfucker. So he gives him the, gives him the fucking promotion or whatever. But it's like, how far did he trust this fucking guy? Like, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, because he was promoted to be the one to find the informant. It yeah, he's like pretty... the head of internal affairs, which yeah, is yeah. like the people that catch bad cops, you mm-hmm. know? So now you're saying that the guy motherfucker over all the undercovers, now he's dirty? Yeah. like So it just kind of gets like to the point where like, how was this fucking guy not into investigation? It is kind. It does kind of make you think like how corrupted things could get or are right. possibly. You know, well, I mean, like you look at the Whitey Bulger movie, like the dude had a fucking FBI agent in his back pocket. Mm-hmm. Like, 
it's that's just remind you how fucked up the world is. I mean, money money makes the world move. It does. Yeah. Uh, Luckily, now, like I hope they put shit in place to kind of does something about that. (laughs) I mean, you don't hear about it anymore. Yeah. You know, so obviously they're doing something different. They're better about it. Better at not being caught. (laughs) Guess that's why they're criminals. But uh. So after this, Matt Damon's like pretty much goes full blow. Like he gets everybody's. Uh... I do love that one scene though is uh, so Martin Sheen's character is killed off and uh, Matt Damon's character has all of his stuff uh-huh. and he picks up the cell phone and then calls yeah. Leono and they're just sitting on the phone. Neither of them will answer because, you know, reasons, but right. I love that scene. It was a really good scene. And he just hangs up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, how is a dead man calling my phone? (laughs) So after they, uh, Matt Damon's like pretty much like the only way, the only play he's got left is he has to take down Frank Costello. And I think he was planning on trying to help Frank escape. But then like once he found out that Frank was an informant. Yeah, he he fed him to the wolves. Yeah, Yeah. he he killed him. Mm -hmm. And he took the fucking, the victory. Like, yeah, I did that shit. That's why he was the one that captured him. Um, cause it makes you look like the golden boy. So after that, you know, DiCaprio thinks his fucking job's done, you know, he thinks that, uh, well, I mean, they won cause Frank was the rat. Right. Right. You know? So everything's over. But when he goes in to collect his life, he finds the slip uh, with the, citizens written on it. And on his a- dumb fucks didn't know how to spell it. And he did. So. <laughs> Yeah, that's how he recognized the envelope, and mm-hmm. then that's how he recognizes that Matt Damon's fucking dirty. Yep. So he comes back to like pretty much take him to murder his ass, and he's gone, fucking ghost. So he calls him to this fucking the same place he killed Queen, in, and gets him out there, and he fucking jumps him, beats his fuck out of him, cuffs him, and then he calls Anthony Anderson because they were in the fucking academy together, right? And he's like, "Look, you fucking know me." He's like, I'll explain everything. He's like, but I'm a fucking cop, and this is a fucking rat. Da, 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 da. So Anthony Anderson's like, all right, cool, 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 cool. He's like, I believe he's like, we're gonna get to the bottom of this shit. <laughs> Did they? You're just you're ad. I know I'm ad living, but that's pretty much like yeah, the yeah, yeah. That's it. the gist of he it. Gives but him the look. Yeah, he gives know, him like, the look. I he doesn't say it. anything. No, he yeah. didn't. That, that was all me. But you, I, I knew you knew what I meant. I know, I know. It's just funny. So they get in the elevator, and then this is where shit, like, to this day, I don't think I've ever been more fucking shocked in a fucking moment of awe. Burn Burn After Reading is the only other one that caught me off guard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what what I'm talking about? about? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so the fucking elevator hits the bottom floor, and the pop, Leo just catches one in the dome. And Anthony. Yep. Killed him, too. Mm Mm-hmm. And there's just another rat, another fucking rat. That's what I love about it. It's just like you, layers you of rat. Yeah, he's like, you the only thing, you think you were the only one in Costello put in place? Yeah. <laughs> I love that nobody knew about each other. Yeah. Like, everyone's a rat, but nobody knows that they're rats, you know? Right. So, he uh, fucking cuffs Matt David, and Matt David blows a fucking hole in his head. <laughs> you're the only story, you know what I mean? Yeah, you're the only one left, so. So, he's in his house, and... It's like a couple months later or whatever, but well, he goes to the funeral. Yeah. I like this part because the the girl, the psychiatrist, she's there, but she doesn't want anything to do with him because she got the tape of him confessing 
Him what? being the rat, yeah. That that was after, wasn't it? What? The wasn't that before or after the funeral? Because they're still living. It was together. before the funeral because they were but I was just saying at the funeral she walks like right by him. He's like, What about the baby? She just keeps walking. Yeah. Not even your baby. That's right. You don't even know it. And uh but yeah, so she's listening. That's a great scene too, because mm-hmm. she's listening to the fucking tape on this big like you know old school stereo yeah. and she has the headphones on and he's like what's wrong so she unplugs it so it plays loud i Fucking love that tears and anger yeah. rolling down her face dude mm-hmm. but yeah you you don't want to know about the stuff i have to do at work I told dude. you there was more to it <laughs> and uh so yeah she kicks him to the fucking curb well he walks in with his fucking groceries, thinking life's all hunky dory. Like, yeah, he lost the girl, but you know, yeah, he's still alive. He's not kicking, in jail. He's killing it at work. Yeah, you know, he's just like the fucking boss of bosses and the you know <laughs> cops now. And then my boy Barky Mark fucking comes through with the sealer killer vibes, dude. Got the fucking booties on, <laughs> gloved up, fucking, fucking hits him with a silencer. So I was a fucking, I was an idiot the first time I watched this because I had a different interpretation on what it was. Um, why does he kill him? Because of Queen. Yeah. Yeah, because that was like his fucking dad. You think so? Yeah. Well. You think he was a foreman too? I, I've heard people talk about that. Like that when he I was f- in on it. When I know. first watched it, I thought he was another informant. Right. You know, and then once he. But no, nah, he he fucking. I thought he was a uh, Frank's. I thought he was Frank's informant that nobody knew about because of the guy in the elevator. Right. I was like, oh, he's another one. Right. But after rewatching it this time, I'm like, oh, she sent out he uh, Leo sent out the tapes, and I'm sure he sent one to uh, Mark Wahlberg's character too. Right. So well, because you knew Mark Wahlberg, he didn't necessarily know Matt Damon was the rat, but he knew he had something to do with it. Right. Because he was like, why the fuck were you having my boss fucking followed? Right. And like he loved Queen and like a fucking dad. Mm-hmm. And when they when he died, he's like he's like, oh, I don't remember what the fucking file is. He goes, but maybe if you meet me in the parking lot, bitch, like mm-hmm. you know, and it just lets you know, like when I fucking see you, it's gonna be a problem. Yeah. And then like you said, he probably sent him a copy. Just like it. I thought it was crazy though that like out of all these fucking guys Costello had for all these years, he trusted Billy the most. <laughs> like, <laughs> he sent all the tapes to Billy, mm-hmm. like which you know ironic as it is, because he even tells him he goes, "No fucking old man trusted me the most." <laughs> like, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so this time I'm like, oh, he just he yeah, got the it tapes. Was like, he get, knew it was he was an informant. Back. Yeah, but but for the longest time, I thought he was another Frank informant. Because he doesn't say a fucking word. He doesn't say anything. He shoots him and walks out. But then you think, but then like I also thought about it too. I was like, well, if you're a fucking cop, you know how people get caught. Yeah. Murdering people. So like, you know what to do, what Mm -hmm. not to do. And I mean, he did it like a pro, like you said, no fingerprints, no footprints. Fucking. And then the last shot. I love the last shot of this movie. Like, it's just a nice little like a cherry on top. It's uh, yeah, the fucking rat. The rat. By the Capitol building. By the Capitol building. I love it. Like I said, if it wasn't for Casino and Goodfellas, this would probably be my favorite Scorsese movie. Yeah. It's yes. a close third. Yeah. Mine's Casino. Um, I know you love Taxi. Taxi Driver. Fuck, it's so hard. Well, even watching Kate Fear the last time, that was good, too. Like, that was one of those ones you forget he even fucking directed, man. Right, but... I did notice how like cheesy it was, but I think he was doing that on purpose. Like He's like tapping into that genre, so... I get why 
did it that way. But yeah, Wall Street, endless list. But yeah, so Departed, one of his greatest movies. Yeah, I give this motherfucker a nine two all day. <laughs> nine point two. <laughs> nine two. Um, like I said, the only reason it doesn't get a ten for me is because uh, I I don't I don't I mean even though it makes sense and like that's how the movie goes like I just wanted Billy to live like because he's a great character man mm-hmm. like, he's a great character and he gets put through hell and you feel bad like I guess at least he went quick but it's still like one of those things it's like when you watch a TV show and they kill off a character that you've been fully invested with right that's how he is in that movie like he's given such a good performance like you you feel like you're on that ride with him and then when he gets killed that quick it's mm-hmm. like, Fuck. And I remember even from the first time to now watching it this last time it still hurts it does you know every time because you're fucking pulling for him you know you're like you're almost out of it billy like you're gonna you, fucking win you know what's like, so funny is no matter no matter how many times you watch it like it's still when he gets you. when he gets in that elevator you're like yeah you got him and they're like fuck i forgot damn man <laughs> he did that shit again like yeah I thought he's gonna make it this time yeah you're like fucking uh my no or uh, not minority report like fucking um Groundhog's Day, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Make it this time, but. <laughs> right. like the movie got rewritten. I remembered it differently. Um, it's highly recommended. It like highest recommended you can give a movie. Yeah, I mean, it, it's five. one of those ones that like it got a lot of attention when it came out. It's gets the accolades. It gets that like it deserves it. Um, I just love how well the script is written. Like how everything ties together so seamlessly. I love the town. And I like I thought the town was like the Boston movie, but this is the Boston movie right here, man. Yeah, like it's it wins the the, the crown for the most Bostonish movie ever. <laughs> and then the town gets number two, and then probably Celtic Pride's number three. Like after those, you know what I mean. But those are just Boston ass movies, bro. Love them. And Boondock <laughs> Saints. There's a top five greatest Boston uh. movies. After rewatching it this last time, I hate Boondock Saints now. I can't watch it. You just hate the director, which I I hate the director too, but then, like, I start to realize how great the movie really is not. And I. There's some shit in there that's still hard as fuck. (laughs) That fucking prayer, everything. Like, that shit's still gangster. (laughs) Um, But yeah, like. Yeah, everybody in this movie knocks it out of the fucking park. 100%. Yeah. Um,. There's not a lot wrong with it. Like I said, like it's really just personal nitpicks at that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like I said, I feel like everybody played their part to a T and that's why it's one of my favorite, not just gangster movies, but movies in general. Yeah, definitely. That's why I said when they paint a world like that and I've never been to Boston, never been to Massachusetts, never even been anywhere close that's shit like that. It makes you, it's like, I would be terrified to do it, but at the same time, I would really want to go see it because mm-hmm. it just, it looks so cool. Like right. Certain, certain aspects of the city. It's not the, it's not the same, but like every time I go to Chicago and I see like those, right. It's just like certain parts of it yeah. that I was like, man, this feels like a movie. Right. Yeah. Cause I mean, so many big things have been done in cities like that. And they're so old too. Right. New York is like that. Like, mm-hmm. it's just one of those things. Like, I don't really want to go there, but like, I would like to see it for myself. You yeah. know what I mean? And that's kind of like how Boston's became for me. Uh, there's just a lot of cool, sh- like good movies that have been shot there. Now mm-hmm. that it's just like, Ooh, I'd love to go see that. Um, Fenway park, shit like that. Like the garden, 
There's just certain things. Yeah, it's definitely bucket list. Um, probably some areas I couldn't go to, you know. <laughs> Like I'm not gonna go to the fucking Southie projects. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same with Chicago. I don't go to South yeah, Chicago. You can't go to Southside Chicago. Like, I'll die they'll immediately. S- they'll stop you. I'm way too white for that. Do you want to die today? <laughs> but yeah, it's fantastic, man. Like uh, it's a great movie. Can't say enough about it. So I was in the middle of watching this, and I was like, I like to compliment our picks, and I was gonna give you Annihilation just because I've been wanting to watch it, but. Then it dawned on me, we should do one that I just bought recently. Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. This is one of those ones that I always wanted to watch, but uh, just never got around to it. So, yeah, we're going to we're going to do this one next because obviously, you know, it's about a mole. That's the whole point of the movie. The enemy is within. And I mean, anything with Gary Oldman. I'll I was going to say Gary Oldman. Benedict, Benedict, Benedict Cumberbatch. Thank you. I fucking had a glitch. Colin Doctor Strange, man. Colin Firth, Tom Hardy. John Hurt, Toby Jones. I forgot Tom Hardy's in that one, ain't mm-hmm. he? He's not like a big part. Nah, though, right? nah I it's think so. smaller part, but I, I put it on to watch it the other day and I was like, I am not in the mood for this. So it gives me a chance to like sit down and have to watch it. That's why I like doing this podcast because <laughs> it forces me to watch movies. Right. I watched the Elvis movie, bro. And I know you don't give a shit about Elvis, but it was really good, dude. I heard it was really good. I mean, what's and his name? They actually like, Gave props to the black jazz and, and the fact that he took music that was not getting play because of the fact that they weren't white. I heard that he, they do touch on that in the movie. He, he still fucked kids. What? Yes, Elvis fucked 14-year-olds. Oh, well, I mean, they don't really hint at like what age all the girls are. Yeah, you know? but. It, the, he's still a piece of shit. Like, he doesn't get a pass. I'm just saying it was a good movie. Like, it was well made. Like, Tom Hanks did a great job. He played a great... I heard he did a shit job. I mean, the, I think that's the fat suit that people couldn't I thought it past. was the accent that was awful. Ah, because, I mean, he was supposed to be a fucking Swedish guy that had been living in Texas for 30 years. Mm-hmm. So it was supposed to be, like, a fucked up accent. I see. Um, From what I hear, I mean, I don't... I, I'm not old enough to, like, know Elvis like that, but from... I watched it with people that grew up in the heyday of Elvis. They love Elvis. And they told me that he did a great job. Like, cause everybody hates the Colonel cause the Colonel fucked him out of all this money. And shit. yeah, yeah. But that's, well, I know most of the, the I know most of the music he's ripping off is because of the manager. Mm-hmm. Like he, but the Colonel's what told him, right. Seeing this, this is what it's hot. Exactly. He's the reason yeah. all that happened, but still fuck Elvis. I hate Elvis. He did. I mean, he did make money. You know what I mean? People say he's like a great entertainer. Like that's the whole he point. Was. Like, but I just still don't care. I hate his music. I hate. I just. Well, that's what I'm saying. He's not for everybody. But yeah. I just thought I it heard was it was a good movie. It and was I, a well made movie. And it's the thing. It like I hate him so much that I wouldn't be able to enjoy the movie. Right. So because it does look like a great movie. I mean the the kid that plays him looks fucking fucking fan. amazing. He did a great job, dude. And it looks gorgeous because the guy he always does those kind of movies like Moulin Rouge and. Some others. It looks great too. Like yeah, it's yeah, shot yeah. well. It looks like you're in with. In He's the in his bag yeah. with that movie. So I'll never get to enjoy it unless you pick it for us and make me do it, which I probably wouldn't. Which, by the way, I dropped my candle off that shelf and it broke. So I had to pull your podcasting chair away so I could clean back there. Guess what I found tucked between that chair and that door or that table? Ice pirates. Really? 
I feel like you're trying to hide Ice Pirates so I, we don't have to watch it. <laughs> Dude, I was how like, would I have hid Ice Pirates? It's still sitting right there. I didn't. I wouldn't have hid Ice Pirates from you. Like I didn't even know where it was being stored. <laughs> like that's that's coincidence. Pure coincidence. You probably threw it back there. You sound sus as fuck right now. I, I mean. <laughs> I'm being honest. I wasn't prepared to defend myself when I came in here. I thought we were just having a good time, good conversation, like normal. And then I was being interrogated. (laughs) You could pull it for Prince. I didn't put it there. I didn't put it there. I just thought that shit was funny. I'm like, why is Ice Pirates like tucked in here? I was like, I bet Nick just shoved this shit in here so we didn't have to ever watch it. No, I really didn't, man. But it sounds like something I Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does. No, I know. I just thought that shit was fucking hilarious. Um, is that what you're choosing? <laughs> yeah, you, you can give me back Tink- me Tinker Taylor. Now we're, we're doing, doing ice parts. Parts. <laughs> Is that old Blu-ray? <sighs> so, do you have Warrior? I know I asked you last time, but I don't even know if you checked or looked or no. I don't think I do. Well, you can put this in the stack or keep it because I just got the blue, the 4K steelbook. Well, it's not 4K, but it is nice. I will take this. It's got a slipcover. Yeah. I like the ones with slipcover. I'm holding on to this. Do you have the Underworld movies? I think I have most of them. Oh. So, my mom bought me the uh, the 4K, like, deluxe, all the fucking Underworlds. Uh-huh. And I'm trying to, like, get rid of movies that I don't need. So, I have all the... The first three? No, I have four. These are all four. This one's a double feature, Rise of the Lycans, and then Awakening. I just don't have the, the fifth one on DVD. I, I think I have these. I'll add them to the ones. Yeah, because I'm just, I just need to make room. Shout out, dude. Our fucking, uh, our TikTok. Our TikTok account hit 100 subscribers or followers. Oh, did it? So Finally. I am going to be picking out a movie that we are going to sign and send out to y'all. I just got to. How do they enter to win? I'm just going to do it. You're just going to pick somebody? I'm just going to pick somebody. Well, I'm not going to pick somebody. The, the thing's going to pick somebody. Oh, I see. You put all of your followers in, and then he just spins the wheel for you. And then whoever it hits, that's who it'll get. It sounds like we need to make a TikTok of that. Or you do. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. I will. Yeah. Um, You never know. There might be a little extra goodie in there. It might might get you a War with Cinema shirt or something to put in there with it. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna de- we'll definitely sign your movie yeah. that we had no part of making. Yeah. But <laughs> that's part of the fun. Yeah. Oh shit! Because like, who doesn't want a fucking underworld double feature signed by two guys that had nothing to do with the underworld? Right, movies? right, right. <laughs> I would put that up right now. Like, I'll probably have one of us sign just so I can say it's our first ever autograph. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I got that shit. <laughs> I'm the collector. I got the first one. I have the first war with cinema shirts. I have the, I'll have the first autograph, bro. First what? Uh, do you know what movie's going to be sent out? Did you? have it picked out that's what i was trying to think about depending on who uh who wins i'll try to send them something that i think they'll enjoy i see and then i'll i'll bring it over when we're doing it and i'll we'll sign yeah send it out all right it sounds like fun but yeah so uh, look forward to that and you know what i may do it for the youtube too we're at 196 so if we hit 200 subscribers on youtube i'll fucking send another one out yeah just to just just to see how i can feel part of this because i we do appreciate everybody that listens. Yeah, definitely, hundred uh, percent. Uh, the growth we've had in the last year, bro, has been fucking phenomenal. Not even that; just the last six months. Yeah, I mean, shout out to everybody that fucks with us and um, that listens, man. We really do 
we don't ever want to be those people that don't thank you know the people that support us so <laughs> yeah we greatly appreciate it we have fun d- doing it and i'm glad everyone else is having fun for sure watching us listening to us rather and uh you know the higher we go the better you know what i mean like oh. i'd like to look back at this one day and be like man look at where we came from even this point i know right so hopefully y'all enjoy it and there's still plenty more to come mm-hmm. so. yeah no sight and uh stopping anytime soon i'm i'm uh I think I'm good on this episode. You good? You ran. All right. Well, uh, so Tinker Taylor Soldier Spy next time. Next week, yeah. <laughs> Until then. Later, y'all. Later.